You are about to listen to The Light of Emuna, a Parsha podcast based on the teachings of the Or HaEmunah weekly publication by Harav Menachem Azolai. This podcast is being produced Lezecher Nishmas Rachel Bas Yosef Zed. Translation and narration by Dove Elias. For more information, please visit the Light of Emuna website at www.tloe.us. Welcome to the Light of Emuna podcast, Parshas Vayishlach. This adaptation is dedicated in honor of my dear wife Devora and our dear daughter Chaviva, and for Afur Shlema, for Ratza Bas Rochel, Henya Bas Fredel, Menachem Mordechai Ben Ophir, and Rivka Bas Simalea. The parsha opens by Yishlach Yaakov Malachim Lefanov El Esav Achiv. Then Yaakov sent angels ahead of him to Esav his brother. The Medrash Rabbah says, Why did Yaakov send messengers to him? He thought, I will send him messengers, maybe he will return in tshuva. He commanded them to relate his successes so that Esav would see that even in a foreign land, in the home of Lavan the swindler, even there Hashem blessed him. Maybe he would recognize that Hashem was with him and would return in tshuva. Derech Bavodas Hashem, the path in serving Hashem. How does a Jew merit becoming a tzaddik? Only by never giving up on himself, regardless of everything that has happened to him. There is no one for whom everything proceeds smoothly. Everyone encounters issues. Every person has his own route. We need only accustom ourselves to turn to Hashem. When a person suddenly understands that all of the options that he has, that of all of the options that he has, the most important one is to raise his head upwards, turn to Hashem. That is the greatest light. It is the secret of clinging to Hashem. Yaakov Avinu endured it all. From the moment that he was forced to flee his father's home, through the years he was forced to spend in the environs of the world's top crook and swindler, Lavan, leading up to the terrifying meeting that this week's parsha opens with. On one side, Yaakov Avinu with the four holy foremothers, the eleven Shvatim, and a large quantity of cattle, and on the other side, 400 warriors approaching with Esav at their lead, livid and seeking revenge. Yaakov Avinu's predicament seemed hopeless. His chances of emerging from this threatening encounter peacefully seemed minuscule. Nevertheless, everything went well and he survived tranquilly. How? With much humility and modesty. In Paraglon Beis, Pasuk Yudalef, Yaakov says, chasadim, I have been diminished by all of the kindnesses. You have performed so many kindnesses for me, Master of the World, that I suspect I have been diminished. Maybe my merits have been reduced and my evil brother can triumph over me. In simple language, with real honesty, he asked the Creator of the World, Rescue me, please, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esav, for I fear him. It is so critical how we look at everything that happens to us, with which glasses we observe events. If we recognize that everything that happens to us is to heal us, correct us, sterilize us, cleanse us, purify us, to draw us close to Hashem, if we realize that this is the singular purpose of any torment we endure, then everything becomes much easier to bear. However, if we perceive every occurrence as if there is no divine providence, God forbid, we can truly despair and become broken. We must remember that there is a creator of the world and he orchestrates everything. He knows precisely what we need to go through to come closer to him. We must have complete emuna that from this very occurrence as our salvation will sprout. Precisely in this manner, precisely through these difficulties. Yaakov Avinu lived with Amuna. He had Amuna that Hashem would fulfill his promise. In Pasuk Yud. Return to your land and to your relatives and I will do good with you. He had Amuna, even if he did not yet see the light at the end of the tunnel. Amuna means reminding ourselves in every situation, in every challenge that we face in life, that Hashem is all-powerful. 
A person realizes that according to the laws of nature, there is no chance. So he gives up. He throws up his hands in despair. Have a muna that the creator of the world will do something that you never even considered or thought possible. If a person casts aside his intellect, there is no limit to the solutions and salvations through which he will suddenly have a muna that Hashem can rescue him. In, in the most trying moments, in the harshest darkness, remember that Hashem is with you in this challenge. He knows exactly what is happening to you. He lives your pain. To Rabbi Nachman, strengthening oneself was not just good advice. It was not merely some recommendation for a better life. It was literally an obligation. Our lives are a constant and unrelenting persistence. And Rabbi Nachman's guidance was to vigilantly strengthen ourselves. HaKadosh Baruch was with us in all of our downfalls and he helps us get back up. If we ponder it, we will find the expansiveness within the anguish. What, am I go- what I'm going through is very challenging, but even within the difficulty, within the misfortune, I see how HaKadosh Baruch Hu tries to help me, to lighten my load. Yaakov Avinu prepared gifts in anticipation of his fateful encounter with his brother, and he instructed the messengers to place gaps between the herds that he was sending. V'ruach tasimu ben eder ben eder. And leave a space between drove and drove. Do not look at all of your troubles collectively. Make a separation. Allow a pause. Deal with one problem and leave the rest aside for the moment. Even within the problem that you are dealing with, find the solace. Find Hashem's compassion. Sometimes it seems as if a person, it seems to a person as if the entire world is collapsing upon him. As if, God forbid, all of the calamities merge together and inundate him. At once, God forbid, without any relief at all. Due to this, his heart is warped from Hashem Yisbarach, and he cannot sincerely call out to Hashem. Consequently, his troubles multiply, heaven forbid. For whoever is drawn after his troubles, his troubles are drawn after him. Therefore, we must be very careful to place space between our troubles and find gaps within each hardship itself. We must offer gratitude and acknowledgement for these breaks constantly, because every difficulty truly contains some interludes within it. The Pasuk and Tilim you have relieved me in my distress. It is an aspect of and leave a space between drove and drove that Yaakov Avinu instructed. Within all of the sorrows and privations that he underwent, Yaakov Avinu safeguarded his joy. It is impossible to come close to Hashem except via the experiences of troubles and anguish. That is where Hashem wants us to find our joy, our connection to Him, and to remember that whatever happens to us is what is absolutely best for us. The angel who struggled with Yaakov, the ministering angel of Esav, tried to cast Yaakov into sadness, but Yaakov fought and did not grant him leave until he blessed him. What bracha did Yaakov ask for? He requested happiness. As the Pasuk says, No longer will it be said that your name is Yaakov, but Yisrael. What is the implication of the name Yisrael? It is made up of the letters of Shir, Sing, and Hashem, Kel, to constantly sing, continue his joy. Do you have trouble being happy? Contemplate all the kindnesses that Hashem, the Benevolent One, does for you, and that will help you be happy. We are usually so engrossed in what we are still lacking that we forget the amazing verse that we say every morning in Karbanas. We are fortunate how good is our portion, how pleasant our lot, and how beautiful our heritage. Yaakov Avinu, in the midst of all of his tribulations, saw the kindnesses. As he says, For with my staff I crossed this Jordan, and now I have become two camps. I remember how I got here, and I see that you have, what you have made of me, Master of the World. 
Happiness is our most crucial inner service. A person has no right to walk the streets with a dour expression. It is like digging a pit in a public domain. It endangers others. When we are among people, we must do everything possible to smile, to brighten our countenance. That is why we have a face. We can inject so much sadness into the heart of others when we greet them with a sullen expression or we look away when they pass as if we did not notice them. When is a person despondent? When he transgresses, God forbid. However, he must remind himself that his sins are not relevant to his soul. The soul is always righteous, always pure, always holy. Whenever a person falls into sin, it is because he is not sufficiently joyous. Therefore, we must never become dejected over anything, even over any sin. If we committed some sin, we do tshuva. Realize what a Yetzirah we have received, what kind of Yetzirah we grapple with all day. And yet, despite that contest, we still overcome and perform mitzvahs. That is cause for joy. The secret to joy is closeness to Hashem. When a person lives with Hashem, it is good for his soul. What do people need more than good in their souls? Granted, we need livelihood, we need shaduchim, etc. However, most important is what is good for the soul. Sometimes people have everything except good in the soul. Then really, what do they have? Things are not okay for them. Nothing consoles them. Nothing encourages them. In the meeting between Yaakov and Esav, after many long years of separation, Yaakov wanted to give his brother a gift to appease him. Esav refused. I have plenty, my brother. Let you have... Let what you have remain yours. How did Yaakov respond? In as much as God has been gracious to me and in as much as I have everything. Two opposing worldviews. Esav says he has plenty. In other words, while I have a lot, there is still room for improvement. I do not yet have enough. By contrast, Yaakov says he has everything. I am not lacking anything and I'm happy with my lot. Yaakov Avinu merited achieving the most wonderful and perfect pleasure in the life of man. The pleasure of one who clings to his creator. Our entire issue in life is to protect that bond. Only that fills the soul. Only that gives us true joy. Any other type of happiness only lasts if it is connected to our bond with Hashem. If not, it may provide fleeting joy and pleasure, but it eventually degrades and does not satisfy the soul for any extended period. What is the secret of I have everything? What is this everything? Everything, kol, comes from the term for annihilation, kilayon. As if to say, I want Hashem to the point of the annihilation of the self. I have desires and longing for Hashem, so I have everything. Our soul pines for something from above instead of the reality that we are in currently. It wants a higher reality, a reality that elevates us. If we would only attain it, everything would be different. What is this reality? It is all of the amazing things that are found in holiness. It is found slightly above us. We have not yet reached it. It is just beyond our grasp. Our entire task is to try to grab a bit of it, to feel it, crave it, draw strength from it. For this itself, the soul is already happy. For the desire itself. True, I have not yet succeeded in this area or that matter, but I want, I want, I want. We must see our desires. Otherwise, we see only our deficiencies, our failures, and we fall into sadness and self-persecution. What is it worth if I want something but have not done it? It is worth a lot. So long as we do not abandon our desires, heaven considers us completely righteous. It is possible for a person to accomplish only small deeds, but his desires are enormous. It is considered tremendous in heaven. There is no more complete or amazing pleasure in life than the infinite and eternal delight of a person who is connected to the king of the world with love and awe. Dveikus, clinging to Hashem, is so remarkable and fantastic. It is what the soul wants. A person who has Hashem needs nothing. He has Hashem, so he has everything. 
However, this must be with both love and awe. Only then is it complete. If it is only with love or only with awe, it is not sustainable. When does a person recognize Hashem's will? When whatever he does is to inspire others to return in tshuva. It is not enough that I davened and I had an amazing experience and I felt vacuous and it was amazing. We must utilize this light to draw others near. The greatest thing we can be is a chariot for the Shekhinah, a vehicle for the revelation of godliness in the world. When people see us, they will identify us as Torah Jews. The thing that most influences others is when they observe people serving Hashem with joy because everyone wants joy. We must draw everyone close. This is the secret of, the, of redemption. The defining character of the Jewish people is that we are responsible for each other. Reb Shimon Bar Yechai offered the following parable. A man on a boat began to make a hole in the boat. The others yelled at him to stop. What are you doing? The boat will sink. He replied, it's none of your concern. I'm only making a hole under my seat. Don't get involved. Don't get involved. It's my spot. That is the reality of the Jewish people. The entire Jewish people are all in one boat. If one of us does something bad, we must all tremble. We must speak in plural form, asking for the entire nation, forgetting about our own selfish interests for a bit. If we only ask for, our, ask for ourselves, the Zohar says that we are like animals who only say, Hav, Hav, give me, give me, give me. We must escape our small-mindedness, our jealousy, our hatred, our pedantry, our stinginess, all sorts of pettiness, and go to something bigger. We must relate to everyone and offer them all smiles and love, drawing them close, stabbing for them, thinking about them, never, never thinking that we are superior to anyone else. We must break out of that element of self-interest and self-absorption toward a broader outlook, all to increase Hashem's glory in the world. That concludes the Torah portion of Rav Azulai's Light of Amuna. And now as we do every week, we conclude with the tefillah that Rav Azulai shares with us from his heart, his cry to Hashem. It is a very personal and intimate part of him, and it reads, Master of the world, you are my strength, you are my power. Without you, I am nothing. A leaf blowing in the wind. I am broken by every word that anyone says to me, by every sour expression, or, or every time I'm ignored by someone who, who was once considered a friend and showered me with kind words. Master of the world, you are my strength. When there are judgments, God forbid, I dance for your honor. I close the door to the room and listen to the melody that emerges at that moment from within my soul. For there are so many melodies and medleys that I so often dance to in the fields at midnight. And I begin to dance, to clap my hands and bounce on both legs like a 16-year-old boy. In this manner, I return to joy because it is the best sign that the judgments have been sweetened and we are together again. Master of the world, you are my strength because you love me. You know with what I contend and you see my desires, which is the true me. Master of the world, you are my strength. For what do I not endure and what does not happen to me? I know it is from you, Father, and it is what is, for, it, and it was what is best for me. That gives me so much strength and so much joy. Master of the world, you are my strength. Even in the most difficult situations, when it seems as if there is no hope, that all is lost, that there is nothing more to do because what can Hashem already do in this situation? I remember that you are all capable, Father, that nothing is difficult for you, and I cast aside my intellect and ascend to the world of Amuna where everything is possible. Master of the world, allow me to conclude with the sentence that contains street talk but includes everything. If you are with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, no one in the world can best you. Have an awesome, uplifting, and wonderful Shabbos. You've been listening to the Light of Emuna Parsha podcast based on the teachings of the Orha Emuna weekly publication by Harav Menachem Azolai. This podcast is produced by Hillel Caps Productions, Lezecher Nishmas, Rachel Bas Yosef Zev. Translation and narration by Dove Elias. 
For more information about the Light of Emunah or to receive a weekly Parsha newsletter, please visit www.tloe.us.